Welcome to Postscript with World on Fire Season 1. Today we're talking about Episode 4 of Season 1. I'm Fred Feechin along with Matt Wilson. Hello, sir. Hi, Fred. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. We are, I know we, we briefly touched on being halfway through the season last episode, but we're now really halfway through the season uh, with Episode 4. Right. It's a little four weird, out of seven. We yeah, four, right, out four out of seven. seven. It's yeah. not an even number, so it's fine. we have to straddle it a little bit between three and four. And uh, yet another complex episode, a lot happening, a lot happening all across Europe, obviously. Yes. And, uh, and I, I don't know, what compelling story do you want to start with first? <laughs> well, I think I'll, I'll lead off with a question I dropped on you in uh, our review of episode three. So we've noticed the show does not use episode titles. That's true. So, oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot to think of what would you use as a title for episode four? You know, I th- you would think I would know better nah. to remember what the last episode, you know, when you put me on the spot and be prepared this time. No, I'll um, mix it up next time. It would be a different mm. question. Well, it was in- – okay, so last time, uh, you know, I, I focused on on the evolution of the Tom character and how he was seeming more responsible. And now that – I feel like we threw that in reverse a little bit, right? Uh, he's – He's stepping away from the Navy. He he was able to get home, which um, seems, you know, a lot of, con- well, we'll get into that later. A lot <laughs> of conflict, I know, with Douglas as well on mm-hmm. that. But um, I guess because I really, I, I don't feel like the episode last week really focused on the Lois Harry relationship as much it was touched upon right. but i feel like there was much more of that this time in the complexity around the confirmation that that lois is pregnant and the confirmation that pregnant with with harry's child as it turns out uh according to douglas and um and just the 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 relate the relationship between lois and rabina douglas and rabina now mm-hmm. and and jan and douglas and <laughs> And then Jan and Lois and Jan and Rabina, I, I feel like that is whatever you want to make that the title of. That's <laughs> that's where I think I would center it. No, I think I see where you're going. This episode feels, despite Harry's situation, well, okay. I was going to say it feels like it backs away from the war a bit and focuses more on family. But I, I actually only think that's true in the uh, the Manchester side of things. You know, when you think through Cassia, you think through Gregor's. And then certainly Harry. There are still many of our lead characters right in the mix of things. So, so yeah, it does seem to balance back out a bit, though, focusing more on the family and the fighting. So maybe maybe that's maybe family feuds or families, and I don't know who knows. We're we're not paid to come up with titles for the episodes, just no. on, for the record. Right? <laughs> well, and I, I would also say that um, it's at least early in the episode. Harry seemed very distracted. Oh yeah, you know. So he was—he was, he was first, obviously thinking, first time in combat. I, yes, I imagine. I, I feel yeah. like this was, yeah. and and he just was struggling with it. Yeah. Struggling later in the episode, struggling with the opportunity initially. I mean, uh, he he got through it, but mm-hmm. uh, to to shoot at a at a uh, a Nazi, right? Um, but definitely when when they were first confronted with uh, the Germans uh, um, coming toward their the building that they were stationed at. Uh, he just froze. Uh, just and I didn't. They, they just they displayed a letter as they were pulling away 
But I didn't. I wasn't sure if that was something he wrote. I think he was writing to his mother. Okay. And he left the letter behind, and it did focus on that. So I, I was curious because I caught that too. Does this mean the letter will play some significance because it was acquired by the Germans, or was it just a fact, you know, showing that he wasn't able to do something he had wanted to do, was right. encouraging his other men to do so? I, I, at first no pass, idea. that was my thought was that that's why he was distracted. That was family life right. was on his mind. Now that he has um, adopt an adopted child, just so to speak, I know Jan really isn't, but um, but then now a a an actual child, right. an yeah. actual child. Jan is an actual child too. Yeah, Jan is still a child, now. <laughs> a chess master apparently, yeah. uh, apparently. which is great. Yeah, uh, looks like a little bit of time has passed uh, between episodes or through the episode. There's a couple things that help us timestamp. We never see like a date on screen, but it looks like Churchill's in office. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, Germany's clearly invaded Belgium. Right. We, uh, yeah, we France get and maybe some other places. Yeah. So we're at least in spring of 1940 at this point. Okay. Uh, based on a little bit of internet research, May 10th, 1940 was the invasion date. So we're past that date. And Churchill looks like took office because Chamberlain actually resigned on that date, May 10th. Because oh, uh, his efforts to stall the war did not work. Uh, Churchill takes over around. Well, it's a little bit. <laughs> again, we are not historians. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll drop this again. If uh, if you notice things we get wrong or miss that are historically significant, please let us know. Lots of ways you can do that through email at postscript at wf.org or through uh, YouTube comments. We'll find them there. So We look forward for, to hearing from absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ride along with us. Ask questions. Please. Uh, add your insights. We'll love to hear them. So, yeah, you talked a little bit about um, – the Douglas, Lois, Robina, mm-hmm. Jan to some degree situation. And this was fascinating, I think, in this episode. Because you see a lot of power dynamics. You see class differences, yep. um, expectations. Uh, but really family at the core of it. Um, so we do confirm Lois is pregnant. I'll remind folks. I was not skeptical, but I wasn't – well, I guess I, was a little, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I believed her in episode three because she kind of implied that she used it as a line to get rid of some other guy. But – Clearly, she is, and that's fine. Um, her interest in what she wants from Robina and Douglas's thoughts on what he would want from Robina are clearly very different. Yeah, Douglas uh, basically was just asking for the love of of you know a father for for the child in question. If I picked that up correctly, he was kind of mumbling at the end of that exchange, <laughs> but. You know, Lois is, was very upset and certainly upset at her father, kind of going behind her back a little bit there. Right. She really didn't – she wanted to figure the situation out herself. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone really expected Harry to be super involved. Um, Lois certainly doesn't want that. Um, Robin actually asked Douglas, are you, you know, are you expecting me to help reconcile? And he says, well, no, I'm not even sure Lois wants that. Yeah. But clearly he wanted – and he, he phrased – he was trying to be delicate about this. And I think we take him as, as genuine. He wasn't just there asking for money. No. It came up and, and they had a, a fairly – I think that's when the conversation got heated. Mm-hmm. Well, tough between the two. Um, again, because of their class differences and expectations. But um, he just – he did mention social responsibility and such, but I, I think he genuinely was asking for more than just a, you know a check. I think yeah. he wanted to see, are you going to be involved in yeah. your, your grandchild's life? I, I think we take that at face value, um, but whether she interpreted that or not, or simply because I think at one point she goes, "Oh, here it comes!" Like she knew the ask was coming, mm-hmm. um, but I, I feel like she really took it as. 
well, Lois says she doesn't want anything from me. You're just here asking me for money. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. If, if this is how it's going to be and you guys can't get your, your act together, I, I don't want anything to do with this mess. And she, on her, she says, good luck, Lois, on her way out of the cafe, which is not a, a great send off. It's just like you're on your own. Kid. Yeah. You're on your own. Yeah. We're, we're done talking and that's that. Yeah. So kudos to Douglas for trying, I guess. I do think we take his his request as as a broader request, yeah. but did not go as he had planned, I think. I, I find Douglas to be one of the most likable characters in the Absolutely. series, yep. so far anyway. Uh, yep. You know, I mean, we certainly have feelings for other characters in the show, but I mean, Douglas is always seemingly trying to do the right thing. Yeah. I did like, there was a few lines when... Um, Lois and Rubina were, were meeting earlier by themselves, and this was before Robina knew she was pregnant. Um, but it's when Robina shares with her that she learned from Jan that, mm-hmm. that Cassie and Harry are married. Um, and Lois is like, are you telling this to hurt me? And Robina goes, far from it. And she's this great line. If I knew Harry was going to marry a Polish waitress, I would have regarded you as more of a prospect. <laughs> Which again goes back to her her thinking in terms of people's worth yeah. as their role in life or their lot in life, which is not a, a great way to approach that. Yeah, and Lois, I mean, she had a great uh, facial expression to that. Yeah. Uh, just like, okay, that doesn't seem that much. I mean, that still seems like an insult. Right, it's face. a veiled insult, yeah, so... So, Robina, you, you slide on a scale for me. I like you sometimes, and I scratch my head sometimes. And I think that's just how the character's going to be, and that's fine. So, Yeah, because we seemed to like her more last episode when she really took a liking to Jan. Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah she, now she's kind of back to her, I'm, I'm, I'm better than you. Yeah. I'm uh, you yeah. Know, at a higher class level, yeah. et cetera. So we'll see where that goes, and uh, hopefully... We'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, we're we're flying blind here. So, um, so Tom, Tom's home on leave. You notice the bird? <laughs> the notice bird the bird. Continues. I, yep. I checked that off. Yep. <clears throat> the bird is in. So far, a different bird, right? But I think you know, it's the one from the boat, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I'm just right. through the whole series. It hasn't necessarily been the same bird. Right. Right. Not the one that Harry brought for Jan, and not the one which we haven't seen. Had not seen it in episode four. So we, we'll have didn't to find spend out a lot Rabina. of time with Jan. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe Rabina killed it or something. Right. I don't know. She didn't know how to feed it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but he's on leave um, and he clearly states straight to his dad, I, I want out. I want to defect. I want to declare Zero. conscientious mm-hmm. objector um, and, and get out. And what an interesting reaction from Douglas, the pacifist. Right, that you've made this commitment, you have to stick with it, right? Um, and so, I mean, and you can see the conflict in his head um, that, as, as you point out, as the pacifist said, really, I mean, I guess the point is that Tom had the chance to declare that two, two episodes ago. Sure, But right, then yeah. going into service yeah. uh, and then being an important part of uh, it on, when he was on the HMS Exeter right. um, now, now to call it quits, it seems. Yeah, there, there's a layer to Douglas's response that I'm not sure I followed, so maybe we can talk through it. Okay. He mentions registration. He mentions like a capability to register a lad as a pacifist, maybe in his organization. I don't think we've ever really caught a name of his organization. <clears throat> I didn't no. actually interpret it to be anything official. But Tom basically says, I want, I want to be registered, I think, in his group his dad's group and his dad says well, i can't do that for you basically because you're my son like it 
if Tom interprets his counter argument and I interpreted Tom's response, which could could be incorrect, I think Tom saw a way to get out through his dad's organization, but his dad closed the door because right. he was afraid of that being interpreted as something I'm doing for my son versus any soldier that would come home and, right. and want to defect. Well, and I presume at this point, uh, deserting, I mean, he uh, would imagine... I would imagine the police would be showing up. He'd be somewhere. AWOL. That yeah. came up a potential uh, potential arrest, yeah, or or uh, whatever equivalent of um, court martial. Yeah, yeah, it, it could have gone badly for Tom. Or and still can. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, it, it's true because it's odd how this plays out at the end. Um, I'm not sure what Tom's going to do. <laughs> All I can think is is he's. Going into hiding somehow. I mean, yeah. as he leaves, uh, his sister says, keep keep ducking. Right. Um, yeah, there's a point in Tom's argument with his dad where Tom just quits very quickly. And he yeah. says, you're right, daft idea. And I've seen that in people when it's not that they agree, they just want to stop arguing. Right. So they, it's kind of an escape. They're not hearing what they want to hear, and it's just right. like, I might as well move on. And so, well, we, Douglas is comparing him to to uh, Tom's mother right. um, and all that. So. Yeah. Uh, we last see Tom. He hugs his sister uh, after sharing that he doesn't think Lois has ever needed anything from him, even though she tried to say, hey, we need you here. Yeah. And then he leaves out the door, and we'll see where he goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> he didn't convince me that he had intended to, to suit back up, so we'll have to see. I agree. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about Harry at the beginning. I'd like to circle back. Harry and Stan. So Stan is, I guess, his lieutenant. Harry is the commanding officer for this unit. I tried to get a head count. It's at least a dozen, probably a little bit more. So probably maybe 20-ish. Yeah. We never see them at a big group, but in, in the different houses they stay in, in the street scenes, you see five to 10. So I figured 12 plus. Um, but yeah, I, I think clearly this is Harry's first combat encounter. Stan, his second, has a lot more experience or at least more training. Uh, probably a mix of both. Um, Seems to be dri- driving decision-making. Yeah, I like Stan. Yeah. I like Stan for two reasons. One is he stood up and took charge when Harry couldn't. Yeah. And I think, you know, change of command aside, you have to do that. Right. If the man you're looking for leadership isn't, like, freezes uh, like yeah, that. You can't just sit and wait. Yeah, right, that, there's probably dead. some sort of code that allows for that. Mm-hmm. But then he's also so cool about it later. Because Harry goes to, like, thank him. Mm-hmm. It's like, Stan, I, I froze. You were there. And Stan's like, what? Are you dumb? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. He's saving <laughs> face for Harry, he, exactly. essentially. Yeah, he, it was a way of saying, I got your back, sir. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, we're good. Let's move on. So I really like Stan. Yeah. I'm afraid for Stan because characters I really like <laughs> in, in combat settings. That's true. So I want him to pull out of this. Um, <laughs> but I, I do like that. We, we do see a little bit more about Harry and his father. We learn a slight bit more. Uh, does confirm he fought in the first war, mm-hmm. but maybe messed something up, could have been in the leadership role, maybe got some people hurt. Um, And then Harry says, I actually start to feel a little bit sorry for my dad now. So maybe we see a little bit more context about the story. And we we suspect suicide again, and maybe it was related to memories or or decisions made during the war and fallout from that. So um, it got a little more complex, but in an interesting way, yeah. Uh, and we last see this group as their latest hiding spot comes under heavy fire and they're planning to run out the back and hopefully escape that as well. So. Right. They found a, like an abandoned mansion. Yeah, it looked like, like a nice place. They, yeah. they say it has a bathtub and everything. Um, <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, Not so nice by the end when it no. starts getting <laughs> right. But, yeah, that yeah. was one of the. I mean, it was interesting. The episode ended with a little bit of a quick check all across the board. Yeah, um, montage. See where everyone was, yeah. and and the and everyone's. I mean, war is complex and unpleasant, and and I think uh, that helped reiterate. You know that basically everyone's unhappy and um, dealing with all sorts of. Really, just everything's a bad decision. It's like what? Which decision is the least bad decision? Which right. I think should bring us to Cassia. Yeah, next. excellent transition. Made a clear decision to continue her sort of uh, like one by one. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah it's. It, I, I called her Black Widow last mm-hmm. episode. Um, it is definitely a assassination train. Um, Although it looks like it almost went a little too far. Um, like, they, they picked the wrong person this time. Yeah. Instead of lowly soldiers, they, they picked an SS officer. So this is someone with some prestige. People would notice him missing. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, I'm a little intrigued by the church as a setting. Hmm. So Cassia and, and Tamaz seem to keep returning to this building, mm-hmm. either as a place of refuge, maybe peace. Maybe they think they'll be safe there. Um Mm-hmm. Maybe they have faith or religion and they're going there for, for other purposes. And we don't get a lot of insights into that. Or maybe simply that's how they find their next um, – because that's where they spotted the the SS gentleman. Yep. And Cassie even says um, something about uh, looking for a sign from above. She's going to light a candle and then if she comes back, if the people are still there, that's her sign. So sure. so. Either actual faith or just a, a weird sort of uh, yeah, not sure. superstition. Who, who knows? We don't. Well, again, we don't get a lot into that. Well, in, in most episodes, we do find her, see her praying. You know, like at the death of her mother. Um, although that wasn't like the rubble of a church. This is certainly a church that seems to be intact. Right. Best, yeah. uh, or this episode in a few scenes. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I'll try to watch for a little more detail on that as we go through future episodes. Um, but yeah, their latest effort uh, prompts a response by the Germans. They round about 30 citizens and assassinate them. Did you notice the video camera? I did notice yeah, the video camera. It's so uh, it's it's war. You know, they'll, they'll use it for whatever, propaganda, whatever, but totally jumped out at me. I actually yeah. stopped as we watch these through uh, PBS Passport, WTA Passport, uh, stopped the video for a second just to note that and think through what, you know, the technology is, is interesting. Obviously, it's it's early model. But just what would they be doing with that footage? Yeah, obviously, oh, terrible things. But yeah, yeah, I would think like propaganda. Look, we were able to exterminate, exterminate these individuals that killed somebody or some, you right. know, some made up nonsense. But um, yeah, the show, show the heroes in action, so yeah. to speak, as as the propaganda would suggest that, um, that Nancy keeps getting... Uh, uh, running up against, yes. uh, yeah. which we'll get to her in a moment, yeah. but but yeah, I, that did jump out to me very clearly, and and yeah, and and obviously how that affected Cassia. The essentially, I mean, the blood is on her hands, right? This uh, she she assassinated this one individual, and then they just arbitrarily picked up you know however many what twenty or thirty other yeah. people, and uh, that was that. Yeah, and I, I want to watch her reaction. She continues this sort of transition from you know, far more innocent and fearful in episodes two and a little bit of three to what seems to be a fairly stoic, committed right. you know, uh, rebel, um, part of the resistance. I'll, I want to watch how this 
knowing her choice led to the death of 23 people, if she sees that as any sort of deterrent or just further resolve. Right. That That is something uh, I'll be looking for in the next episode. And I yeah. kind of left that hanging. Yeah. yeah. Um, we get to catch up with Gregors. I don't remember if we saw him at all. I guess we saw him a little bit in uh, in episode three. Yes, because they were, yeah, well, were the we Russians. Yeah, 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 at the at the house. Um, and then Conrad, uh, character we first met in episode one. Yep. we say goodbye to. Yeah. We do. He yeah. is he's unfortunately uh, passed on, and yep. uh, but Gregors continues. Yeah. So trying to think through Conrad's purpose and storytelling. Obviously, knowing that um, Gregor's father would would be killed in episode one, they probably have him as a not quite father figure, but at yep. least a soldier in training, you know, so mentor, mentee to Gregor's. There are a couple moments where Connor is basically trying to teach Gregor's the realities of war. Right. We are going to kill people. Yeah, we're going to kill people. In the heat of the moment, you should have shot this guy, mm-hmm. and I'm thankfully was there to shoot him for you. Yeah. And that's, <clears throat> that is a theme that has, I feel, played out since episode one, Often. where Gregor's is, is very much... I don't know. He's not immature like Tom, but he's definitely still trying to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I completely agree. He, he um, Conrad definitely had more of a maternal, um, not maternal, paternal um, yeah. um, uh, bond with Gregor's to really help help him see yeah. things. And there's that difference, I think, between the experienced warriors and most of our lead characters. Harry, Cassia, and Gregor's all have moments where. They wrestle with that. Right. C- can I commit to this? I really don't want to be here. Right. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Here we and then are. you see Stan and you see Conrad and then you see uh, Tomas and Warsaw with with that, mm-hmm. whether it's through experience or just resolve, that commitment to action. So right. um, it's interesting to watch that uh, as that bleeds into the, the young, often younger characters. Um, and we circle back with Dr. Webster in Paris, who we did not see in episode three. We didn't. So we briefly, uh, and I feel like that was going back to an earlier point you made was kind of the timestamp there was to illustrate that, um, that, uh, Germany has invaded Belgium and, and they're taking on casualties at the hospital. I I noted (laughs) that Paris is about 200 kilometers from the Belgian border. It may depend on what road you take and such, but that's a long way to truck wounded people. So that caught my ear and I did a little bit of math, but at the Belgian border doesn't mean right at the border. Could have been across the line, could have been inwards, and maybe France itself is being uh, invaded too. So it's a long way, but if Paris would have a probably an amazing clinic, amazing hospital, it makes sense to bring people sure. there. Um, but this this storyline right now is all about hate and discrimination, I, I mm-hmm. think, yeah. uh, and trust in a way. So we learn a couple things. We we admit uh, what I take as his lead nurse, mm-hmm. Henrietta. Henrietta. Uh, yeah. She shares in this episode that she's Jewish. Mm-hmm. And through an encounter with a, a pair of Jewish patients a little bit early in the episode – we confirm that even in Paris now that yeah, there are safe. rules. Yep. Yeah, because the doctor says they, they shouldn't be here, the Jewish patients. You know, you know the rules, he's saying to his nurse. So even that influence of, of the Nazi movement, the fascist movement, has moved to Paris. When I wonder, is that the case? See, I was wondering if it was just a matter of like that would make the hospital vulnerable. Like should the Germans show up and like they're – 
taking care of uh, Jewish pa- right. patients. They might Maybe. want to blow up I, the I don't know enough about the French government and their reaction yeah, to we'll the war. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah make a note there. Uh, we also see uh, in blood, I think, a swastika yeah. painted on Albert's front door. Yes. Um, and then his soul-crushing line, people will have plenty of choice for what they want to hate me for. He gets it. Uh, don't know what his future will look like, but um, Dr. Webster does offer for Albert to stay at his place, and yep. he's like, it doesn't matter. People, the, every, wherever I go, people are going to mm-hmm. have reason. So um, Poland for those two as well, just that they get out of this thing. But the, the war is brutal, and it's come to Paris already. Yeah, we'll so I, I, I feel like we're going to see a lot more in that story. Like I feel like this was setting – well, everything setting the stage for the next episode. But I feel like we're going to be spending a lot more time in Paris in the next few episodes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, as the war gets closer. Mm-hmm. And that leaves Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, Nancy and the Rosslers. Uh, you know, at last we saw uh, Mr. Rossler basically forbid um, Nancy from right. talking to them. Right. Uh, and then what gets kind of scary at the end, kind of jumping ahead for a there second here, is uh, 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 Nancy's minder basically was playing a game of chess with, with Nancy and the Rosslers. Yeah. <laughs> Looking over my notes again, I, I, I was – I enjoyed the little cloak and dagger moment where Nancy spy-like drops her story in a little drop box and then the, the guy on the bike scoots away. But it didn't matter. The, yeah, the Germans found, found it anyway, so they had all that figured out. Um, the handler's a jerk. Doing his job. He's a loyalist, sure. Um, they get to a loose truce where he flat out threatens the Rossler family mm-hmm. in exchange for her being quiet about the clinic story. Uh, and she quickly – I, I like this. She was sticking to her guns until he pulled that card. Yeah. And she immediately backed off. She said, I will drop the story if you promise me you'll leave that family alone. And yeah, the Germans know about the daughter. They know They know why. They, they know everything. Mm-hmm. Um but they're not sure Nancy and I think Schmidt is is the handler's name. They're not sure if they trust each other. No. Nope. And I don't think they should. <laughs> but that'll be interesting to watch that. Um, Nancy's going to tell the story regardless. Yeah. She'll find yeah, she'll a way. She'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, uh, Herr Rosler, Herr Rosler, Uwe, uh, joined the Nazi party. And we noticed that. It was on his uh, on his lapel. Right. Freaks mm-hmm. Claudia out, rightfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nancy's reaction is interesting. I think she gets his thought process. Like yeah. she's a bit of an empath. She quickly catches on to why people are doing things. Yeah. Um, she understands why he made that choice. It gets some degree of protection to the family. Mm-hmm. So he trades that visible allegiance with that shield, so to speak. She also picked up on Claudia, not Claudia. Yeah. Claudia's plans to leave. Berlin. Yep. Also uh, go into hiding. Yeah. Yeah. She mentions a, a family house by the lake. Uh, Nancy describes it with a bit of a wink to Claudia as playing hide-and-seek, yeah. which is a way of making light of it in front of Hilda but recognizing, mm-hmm. I get what you're doing, I understand. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of a dance there going on, but it's it's necessary. We didn't see uh, Frau Klopp this time. No, we didn't, but I, I think all of that helps explain how the Germans know everything. It, it reinforces what we suspected. She might be she might kind be of the, the spy. The so the speak. title. Yeah, yeah. so... But yeah, I don't – who knows? Maybe we'll see her again, but the damage may be done there. So, hmm. And then, yeah, you mentioned this. The last little montage we see is flashing between Cassia, Gregors, and Harry in their various states and locations of, of physical war on top of the 
family emotional war back in yeah. Manchester. Yeah, and, and you can kind of see through their facial features, you know, the, the complexities of what they're dealing with. Yep. Uh, a lot of it dealing with family at home as well as confronting um, the confronting the conflicts. I was about to say conf- <laughs> confronting just the war that's right in front of their faces. Yeah. Very much, you know, while we did see, uh, um, you know, we did see some conflict last episode uh, where Tom was on, on the Exeter. But it wasn't as much like this. You know, everyone's at war, uh, you know, with uh, Harry and Cassia and and – well, now Tom's back, but you know what I mean? Like, so yep. the people that weren't really in direct line of fire are now. Um, and so um, yeah, it's and there's a lot up, to juggle. Yeah, and Tom may be headed back out. So, yeah, it is a lot to juggle. It's been a, a complicated nest of characters and locations, but it's been very interesting. It has been. Yep. We'll see what is in store Three for episode, to go yeah, in episode ep- five. In season one, leading into, of course, ep- our season two coming out mm-hmm. uh, later this year. It's very exciting. That's all I got. Yep. I don't know if you I think, think we hit of... it all. A lot, lot going on, as we say, but great that's episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it. Um, yeah, so if we missed anything, despite our efforts, please let us know. Lots of good ways you can do that. Email postscript at WF.org or just PS at WITF.org. Hit us up on all the WTF social medias, Facebook, Twitter, slash X. I believe we have some content on Instagram as well. These are on YouTube. If you happen to want to watch us instead of just listening, feel free. You can drop comments there. If you stop by, do all the YouTube stuff. Like Please. like the channel. It's WTF Mosaic. Comment. Like the episodes. Leave a comment. Love all of that support. And speaking of support, if this content or anything else we're producing through Mosaic is interesting, if you enjoy it, please help us make more of this. You can find more information on how that's possible by visiting WTF.org slash mosaic. Thanks for listening to uh, Postscript again, and we'll uh, talk to you again with episode five. Thanks.